Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you. Father, we ask that you will calm our souls, calm our spirits. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. And we praise you for the God that you are. The God of all creation. And we know, Father, you are not a God or a Father who just walks away from his children. We thank you for your forgiving nature and the fact that you love us so much. You love us right where we are, but you love us too much to leave us there. In our sin. In our selfishness. I ask for your protection over this nation. I ask for your guidance in my life. With CSE Talk Radio. And Father, you know that I have a vision of a new network growing. Help me to to make sure that that is your will and to find a way to make it happen. This nation is in a great need for truth. And I pray that CSE Talk Radio will always be an instrument of truth and a beacon for you, a beacon for the light. For you are the light and the life of this world. I believe you have placed me here for such a time as this. And I know that you hear each and every one of our prayers. And it is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Normally I have a monologue, but today we had a lot of computer trouble and I wasn't able to to get a monologue put together. I've got it in my head, but I don't have it on the paper. And one of the very first uh, articles of news that popped up on my computer today, when it was actually working for a little time, was that Kamala Harris has decided she's going to... uh, she spoke before an LGBTQ organization or crowd, and she let them know her gender preference, her pronoun preferences. And I thought, well, isn't that interesting? The president, uh, the vice president, whoo-hoo, that was a mistake. The vice president of the United States is going to let us know that she is a she or a her. Isn't that nice? It goes along really well since she claims to be the first female vice president of the United States. So it would only go to tell us that she would have to be a he or a she. Right? What if she'd have said something else? 
What is a pronoun? It's a word that can function by itself, which is more than Kamala Harris can do, as a noun phrase that refers either to the participants in the discourse or to someone or something mentioned elsewhere in the discourse. Do you remember diagramming sentences? Most people hated that. I kind of enjoyed it. It did get complicated as it got farther along, but I enjoyed it. And you know where the nouns and the pronouns went. And then you had the adverbs. You had the verbs, the adverbs, and the adjectives. It, it was fun. Well, she went, here's a sentence we can diagram, maybe. She went to the border with her security guards and homeland securities are. It is a race, you see. For President Trump, he is visiting the border, too. So Kamala, she must beat him to the edge. But she isn't visiting any danger. She will be visiting where there is mostly no crossings. For her, for with her, is an agenda to bring America down. She will have words and cackles, and then she'll go home. Or maybe she will go to Europe, for she hasn't been there yet either. <laughs> I said, I had a little trouble this morning, so you're going to have to forgive me if that isn't everything that you expected or wanted. But you get the gist. He and she and her and his and it and all this and that. And they and theirs and those. I mean, it's, it gets to be ridiculous. And it's a distraction. And it's a put-down for who you are. I always hoped that it was obvious that I was a he, or, that I was a she or a her. But apparently we have to announce it now. It's amazing to me how far this country has gone. I am working on a 4th of July show, and I'm doing some studying. And in that studying, it goes back to The Crisis, written by Thomas Paine. And I have, I'm going to share a little bit of it with you today, just because it moved me yesterday when I was reading it out loud. It moved me, but Rudy started snoring, so I don't know how great it's going to be, but um, we're going to time her out. But if you haven't read some of these writings from our founding fathers, you need to do that. And you need to place yourself where they were at that time. Here's a quote that Rudy found for me this morning. Most of the trouble of people... Wanting to be important. That's from T.S. Eliot. And then Edmund Burke. This kind of goes back to another quote of his that we have used so many times. When bad men combine, the good must also, else they will fall one by one. Oh, what's that expression? Uh, we'll either stand together or we'll hang separate or something like that. Isn't it time that you took a stand for your country? We're not asking you to put on a uniform. We're asking you, figuratively speaking, to put on your three-cornered hat. 
get into the minds of John Adams and Thomas Jefferson and Thomas Paine, George Washington, Benjamin Franklin. And how about those Brigadier Generals, you know, Brigadier General Thomas Sumter and Francis Marion? How about that? Can you think about what those patriots were going through then with the tyranny that they were under? And then we see the stupidity, the wokeness that we're supposed to follow today. Well, in my mind, I was trying to write something last night. I never got it started. But uh, it's going to be, if it ever comes to fruition... They were talking about some of the woke stuff on the news, and I thought, the woke are dope. That's all they are. They're dopes. They're buying into this stuff, and I saw this one. I can't enjoy, I can't even read. She went off on this guy. She was interviewing. She didn't even let him get a complete sentence out. Who looked the fool? Well, it wasn't him. Not in my view, anyway. It was her. Enjoy Bar. She's bizarre. I don't know what else to call her. She's bizarre. But where is the patriot within you? How long has your 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 family been in this nation? My husband is second generation born. I think I've been here like forever, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with both of that. But where's your patriotism? Don't let it lie with a party. Let it lie with truth and liberty. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. 
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have Daniel with us giving us a report today. Daniel, welcome back. We want to express to you that we're sorry for the loss of your family with the loss of your aunt and hope all are doing well. Oh, that's very kind. Thank you so much, Beth Ann. It's great to be back with you and your listeners. Well, God bless you, my friend. <laughs> What's on your mind today? I tell you what, there's a, a lot of craziness and uh, please... Please don't join the woke. Whatever you do, please don't join the woke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you mean in the, in the last few days that I've been I've been gone, uh, everything didn't get back to normal? No, it didn't. It didn't. And in fact, it's going crazier. And Kamala, because we had to have her tell us, has come out and told us that she her pronouns are she and her, which I think works out really well since she's claiming to be the first female vice president of the United States. So, you know, these uh, pronouns, they're, they're kind of special. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to pass an infrastructure. They've all come together for the spending. We don't know what's in it, but it's going to be good. <laughs> Just, yeah, these makes people me really are nervous. Oh, yeah. I'm very nervous about it. Very nervous. Whenever you see a, a, a bipartisan group of senators, um, there are no bipartisan no, there's Democrats. No. They're just they, they are, and I admire that about them. They are a monolith. Um, but the Republicans who have joined that bipartisan commission are the ones we're not surprised at. It's Susan Collins. It's Lisa Murkowski. It's uh, that that conservative icon Mitt Romney mm. uh, and Rob, Rob Portman, the man who is leaving the Senate because it's too hard, and he's frustrated that it's so much work. And so his parting gift 
will be some terrible uh, infrastructure bill. Um, the, the frustrating thing about this bipartisan commission is they went to the president and said, look, you have a $6 trillion spending bill. This is too much. Let's do just an infrastructure bill that we can agree on. And the Democrats said, great, we'll do this infrastructure bill. Oh, and by the way, the stuff that you don't want, we're just going to use reconciliation and we're going to push through regardless. And so you want to say to the Republicans, so if you are, are doing this theater for a $500 billion package, why are you just ignoring the fact that they will still spend $5.5 trillion without one of your votes? You're just giving them... You're just playing into their hands. They're, they're literally making fun of you. Um, oh, yeah. They're just, you're just yeah. the, the useful idiots is what they are. I've, I've got an article here that was really, really good from American Greatness, and it was the conservative case for conservatism. And he talks about these so-called Republicans that are always, you know, compromising, <laughs> going left. He says, why don't they just try to go farther right instead of farther left? Because that's what they really do. And, and these ones you're talking about, they're already on the left. They just pretend to be on the right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and we have a couple of models, finally, of governors who are uh, leading their state with really proactive uh, conservative values and principles. Mm-hmm. And, and the proof is in the fact that people are leaving their states and moving to these states, and by that I mean obviously Florida, Texas, uh, Tennessee. There are states that are growing for a specific reason. No one is moving to California. Sadly, no one is moving, well, let's just rephrase that. No one is moving legally to California. There are a lot of people (laughs) heading there, but whether or not they're choosing it or if it's just geography is a different story. Um, But my beloved home state of New York, no one is choosing to move to New York. In fact, Mm -hmm. they are hemorrhaging population, and it's not because they don't love it. It's because it is unsustainable. Goldman Sachs, is there a more Wall Street name than Goldman Sachs? Goldman Sachs is relocating hundreds of their staff to Florida because their staff says, I don't want to pay these taxes anymore. I don't want to pay the income tax and the service tax, and you're giving almost 50% of your salary to the government, I could move to Florida and only give them 35, which is still pretty darn high. You know, you're paying 35% of your salary to, to, to the Biden administration, to the federal government. Um, but boy, 35 is better than 50. Um, so there is, there is a, a model for how to successfully run your state, your city, your municipality. What it requires is political backbone, and it requires courage. And Ron DeSantis is a he's got a bullseye on his back. Everyone's going after him, but yeah. he understands that that's part of it, right? Ask your your wonderful listeners how many people are attacking the governor of name the state. I, I no one's attacking the governor In of New York. I don't know Mississippi. I'm sure the governor of Mississippi is a lovely person, but they're not putting in any policies that are saying. Let's move to Mississippi, right? Uh, uh, West Virginia, it's the neighboring state. They're not putting in policies that are saying, you know what? We should go live in West Virginia. Um, and, and I, I guess it's easier to put your head down and not be a target, but is that why you ran for office to begin with? 
You know, it's amazing to me. I was telling my listeners in my uh, opening statements, you know, to put your place, put yourself in a place. We're coming up with uh, uh, 4th of July and the true Independence Day. And uh, actually, I guess July 2nd was when they they signed it. They just didn't announce it till the 4th. But, um, you know, put ourselves in, in the place of our patriot fathers, you know, the founding fathers, the, the John Adamses. And I said, let's go back and let's even go into the, to the generals, the brigadier generals, uh, that were l- leading militias. They didn't have organized armies. They had militias that they were going through the swamps and the woods and, and keeping, uh, the main militia of the British distracted and, and, uh, broken down so that uh, George Washington's group could come in and and win the war. Um, it was an impossible war, but if we could just put ourselves where they were, what made them do what they did? Because Brigadier General Thomas Sumter did not want to fight. No. No, and, yeah, and, and, there, and there definitely were divisions, and you wish you could go back in time and look at it because there were Many Great people who, who, yeah, who thought this is this was this was treasonous. This was unpatriotic, right? We are su- exactly we are subjects of the crown, and and you realize as you were saying the bravery of these people who signed that document and 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 their patriots, uh, their families. I mean, probably no greater patriot than Abigail Adams, right? Oh, yeah. This was signing documents and publicly speaking out against the most powerful army in the world, and the king, the absolute monarch. Um, and yet they still did vocally and, and physically sign documents um, that were treasonous. They would have been treasonous if they had lost. They all would have been executed. Um, but they won, and so the story is obviously told a little a little differently. Yeah. Um but 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 so strong were their were their principles, and I'm not saying we need a rebellion against the United States government or the Biden administration. What I am saying is, we we do miss people who have that strength of conviction and 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 belief in principles that are absolutely uncompromising. But um, we're seeing it. We're seeing it now with people like. Uh, Ron DeSantis. We're seeing it yep. with the uh, parents that are standing up in these school board meetings. We're seeing it with these that are coming out. They had a, uh, a young woman yesterday. They said she's a grandmother. Come Yesterday, she was imprisoned after January 6th because she entered the building. She walked in the building. She followed an, <laughs> another elderly woman that they were there to take care of, and they followed her in. They said there wasn't anybody. Where she was, there was no destruction. They just walked in. Mm. But she was arrested and coerced, and they were trying to force her to make a statement so they, before they would let her out. In other words, they were brainwashing. Yeah. We see this, but we see people standing up. And, uh, you know, you're standing by your convictions. I'm trying my best to stand by mine. And uh, I think we are seeing that. We shouldn't have to have a shoot 'em up war. If we would just start standing up and stop electing the woke, stop electing communists, and start getting back to our Constitution. And upholding the rule of of law. Absolutely. And that's that's the biggest frustration of the American people is, like you said, we're looking at grandparents 
who are being arrested by the FBI because they were at the Capitol on January 6th. Always the caveat that then the violence was wrong, the destruction was wrong, it was committed by a handful of people. Those people should be brought up on charges. But several hundred people just followed them. Like, oh, we're walking up the steps. And they walked up the steps along with them. Yeah, I'm not the sure FBI I wouldn't going, have. I, I'm, no, I'm really I, not sure I wouldn't have. Well, look, they let us in. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. my goodness. The FBI is ruthlessly going after them, and yet thousands of people looted, destroyed, burned private property for months. And they're not forgiven. one of them has been exactly, and that's the rule of law. That hypocrisy is bothering because the American I still people. believe, I still believe they didn't have the parade at Christmas time, the Macy's parade, because they didn't want people to see those storefronts. Well, that's yeah, what I what think. happened. Yeah. Um, well, I hear the music. <laughs> it's been a long time. We will have you back right away, real quick, uh, to make up for the time you had to miss last week. We, we oh, miss thank you. We miss you. We need to talk some more about what's really going on. Thank you, Daniel, so much. You have a great and fantastic weekend. We're going to try not to drown because we're getting rain like crazy. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio, and we'll be right back. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, I just got another flash over here from the news. My computer's working now. I wasn't working this morning. But it says protesters will be waiting, Vice President uh, Kamala. So I just, during the commercial break, I decided to write another sentence to my little uh, diagramming. We, sh- we should diagram these sentences. I can't even remember how to diagram a sentence. Protesters, she will see. They will greet her with banners, slogans, and shouts, for her policies are no good and lead to destruction of America great. Okay, they're not rhyming, but I don't think they're necessarily supposed to rhyme. But the whole idea is the he and the her and the she and the stupidity of it all. In talking about this bipartisan so-called infrastructure bill, that's going to be over $579 billion for roads, for true infrastructure, not for feelings, infrastructure of feelings. But So they've taken out some of this, but Biden says despite no one having seen the bill yet, he is confident that Congress will send it to his desk to sign in the coming days. And he talks about how it's been it's been years since they've come to a bipartisan deal with a, an American infrastructure. Sixty percent of U.S. voters say Fauci is lying and that COVID came from a lab. I think it goes much, much deeper than that. Yes, he's lying. There are others that are lying that have helped propped up his lies. I think what you need to understand as an American citizen, someone who has actually actually um, been hurt by this COVID-19, this pandemic, and the tyranny that followed with it, is that they were okay with it. They knew. They absolutely knew. And they were okay with it. 
I can't remember who it was, but there was somebody come out yesterday and said it was time that we started talking about, um, oh, let's see, somebody sent me a, a text on that. It was Mindy, actually. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Um, she's a Biden nominee, called for population control to protect the environment. We must breed fewer consuming humans. And I'm thinking, she can go first if she wants. You know, I'm okay with some of them not breeding and not, what do they call it, proliferating. <laughs> we don't need any more of their kind. It's all about control, my friends. It's all about control. And as Daniel and I were talking about this infrastructure bill and how the so-called bipartisan Republicans have joined with the Biden administration to come across with a better idea, it'll soon be squashed by Nancy Pelosi, who's promising that they're going to tack on what isn't in the bill. They're going to tack it on to the bill. And you know what? The Republicans will be okay with it. Not all of them. This is written by David Diabrowska. I need to get him on because I really like his writings. It's called the conservative case for conservatism. Basically, he's talking about all the times these conservatives, especially the leaders like McCarthy, cave. He goes on and on about that in the first part of it. I'm not going to read it to you. But he says, last weekend, McCarthy spent some time sucking up to the political rivals with a tweet celebrating America's latest holiday, Juneteenth. Now, we we had an article this morning, I did not uh, focus in on it, where a city that was celebrating Juneteenth are canceling July 4th. They're not going to celebrate July 4th. For you see, it's all about canceling America. Basically, that's what it is. That's why they tore down statues. That's why they took out the Confederate flag. It had nothing to do with anybody being offended by it. It had been up there for years. So they canceled the Dukes of Hazard, and they canceled this, and they canceled that, and they canceled Dr. Seuss, and they canceled this, and they canceled that. Because they want to cancel America altogether. There'll be no liberty. There'll be no freedom. There'll be nothing. So in this article, he goes on after he talks about all the compromising that they have done. And we should, as American people, as Americans for liberty, as American patriots, we should absolutely say absolutely no more compromise shall not be infringed means no. No compromise. He says what McCarthy and his friends don't understand is that the Proverbial, he calls this a tent, has a back door. And the back door has hardcore conservatives. And if they would stand with the hardcore conservatives, they'd find they'd get more votes. Hanging out near the back of the tent, he says, is the hardcore conservatives. People who believe in old school Republican priorities, like preserving America's Christian fundamentals and social conservatism, and fighting back against the radical left instead of rolling over to it and not making Juneteenth a federal freaking holiday. 
Like I said last week, I'm okay with making it a holiday as long as it is a national holiday that we all celebrate. It doesn't remove any other holiday, but you see they're already removing Independence Day. And perhaps there is a far stretch between these two. But without Independence Day, without America, there would have been no Juneteenth. They want to blame slavery on only America. Slavery was everywhere. Long before America. Black people owned slaves. White people owned slaves. They owned white slaves. They owned black slaves. They owned uh, Asian slaves. They owned all kinds of people have been enslaved and indentured servants. And it's wrong. But America doesn't have a monopoly on it. In fact, America is the only one who made, had a war against it. And has an Emancipation Proclamation. We're the only country. Other countries are still doing it. Islam believes in slavery. Omar doesn't tell you that, does she? Or Talib. They don't tell you that. Don't buy their lies. He goes on in this, and he says that what they need to do is stop compromising and to stand up. He says, conservative case for conservatism is simple. Stick to your guns, literally, I'm thinking, and you'll fire up your base so they're actually interested in coming out to vote for you on Election Day. He said Donald Trump was hardly the most conservative Republican ever to run for president. But he had those qualities that the Republicans at the back of the tent had been craving for for such a long time. He gave the impression that he will be willing to do battle with political left on their behalf. But you see, it's more about politics than it is about people, even with the Republican Party. And I am sick and tired of all the texts that I get from the GOP and the emails that I get from the GOP telling me that there's a crisis and we need to send them more money so they can elect their so-called candidates. I won't send any more money to the GOP because they keep electing people like Murkowski and Collins and Romney and Cheney and Sass. They keep electing the compromising conservatives who don't believe in standing up for what's right. They apparently don't believe in the Constitution. You don't hear them say that very often, do you? I have something interesting that I want to share with you when we come back to close the show. I have some funny stuff, but I don't think I'm going to have time for that. We'll save it for another day. And I hope you're going to tune back in because I think you're going to find what I'm going to share with you a little disgusting and a little encouraging. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann and we'll be right back.
How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-296-1213. 800 That's 800-296-1213. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call at 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. Celebrate with Mia Love Tuesday, June 29th at the Hampton Inn and Suites Columbia at the University of Missouri. Here's her personal invitation to you. Hi, this is Mia Love, and I want to invite you to join me at the Hampton Inn and Suites Columbia at the University of Missouri on June 29th for Vitae Foundation's Pro-Life Event. During my time in Congress as the first Republican black female, I defended life at all stages. Personally, I was almost a victim to abortion at the hands of my parents. Thankfully, they chose life. Come hear the rest of my story by registering at adsforlife.org. I look forward to seeing you in Columbia on June 29th. Again, that's adsforlife.org. Thank you. 
Register now at adsforlife.org and celebrate life with Mia Love. June 29th, doors open at 6.30, dinner and program begin at 7. Become a supporter of the Vitae Foundation as they encourage and protect lives. Register now at adsforlife.org. You're listening to CSB Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I thought this was kind of humorous. Um, it looks like something I would have tried to have done. It's a woke Pledge of Allegiance. It's one oligarchy under fraud with little, if any, liberty but social justice for all. It's written by Lloyd Billingsley. He says, I pledge allegiance to the perfect socialist nation that will surely spring forth after we neutralize by any means necessary those who now pledge allegiance to the actual United States of America founded in 1619 to perpetrate, to perpetuate slavery and nothing more than a cauldron of racism ever since and ruled by oppression, oppressive people of no color who are intrinsically evil from birth. We, the woke, that is, the LGBTQ, the the Latinx, the Asian Pacific Islanders, people of color, people of no color who repent of their sins, pledge allegiance to the oligarchy that is bringing forth this new nation. We pledge allegiance to the FBI and the CIA and the IRS, the intelligence community and the Department of Homeland Security, which played a key role in the fundamental transformation. We pledge allegiance to the CDC, which knows what it is, which knows what is best for us at all times and never makes a mistake. We, the woke, will respect the dictatorship of the the subjunctive mood that now prevails in government and the media. We will continue to have our own opinions, but not not when they differ from those of the president, vice president, his cabinet, and the entire oligarchy. That would align us with the oppressors, the insurrectionists, and the subversives still loyal to the actual America, now rightfully consigned to the a-sheep of history. We therefore pledge allegiance to one oligarchy under fraud with little, if any, liberty but social justice for all. It was kind of humorous, but it's kind of sad because that's the way people are looking at it. They are so woke. They are so afraid of being condemned, to to being criticized, to not being liked. Like little kids in elementary school, oh, they won't like me if I do this. Or I have to have this kind of a dress or this kind of pants or this kind of blouse or shirt because that's what everybody's doing. Well... To your democracy and to your oligarchy, Beth says. To your tyranny. To your communist democrat positions. We, the true patriots of the United States of America, disavow. Separations by genders and race. For liberty, we stand together. To your woke ideas, which lack all decency and common sense, we will not bow. But we do vow that we will not compromise. We will not comply. We will not bow. We will not submit. We will not break. We will not roll over. We will not sit down. We will not shut up. We will not go quietly. We will not give up. 
we will not surrender, for it is for life, for liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, property, and prosperity. I found that very interesting, what he wrote for the woke allegiance. And I was wondering about, thinking back to what I was reading in the crisis. Thomas Paine said, the period is now arrived in which either they or we must change our sentiments or one or both, one or both must fall. You see, they were facing great turmoil and separation. The Tories were cowardice and they did not want to fight and they did not want to stand up for what was right. He goes on in this. And he says, from his own heart now, I want you to think about where they were. He had been with some of the troops. He had been with some of these groups when they were marching through some of the cities. He says, my own line of reasoning is to myself as straight and clear as a ray of light. Not all the treasures of the world, so far as I believe, could have induced me to support an offensive war. I think it murder. But if a thief breaks into my house, burns and destroys my property, and kills or threatens to kill me or those that are in it, and to bind me in all cases whatsoever to his absolute will, Am I to suffer it? What signifies it to me whether he who does it is a king or a common man, my countrymen or not my countrymen, whether it be done by an individual villain or an army of them? If we reason to the root of things, we shall find no difference. Neither can any just cause be assigned why we should punish in the one case and pardon in the other. Think about what they were going through. Think about where we are today. I mean, the king wasn't telling them they had different genders. He wasn't trying to tell them that. Think of the absurdities we're being told that we should accept and believe and tolerate. Think about how they want to remove the American flag and put up an LGBTQ flag, a gay flag. Why? They didn't fight for freedom. No one alive today owned a slave. Yet... The Democrat Party, the oligarchy that is in control, the FBI, the CIA, and all these, they plotted and framed against President Donald Trump. The Russian dossier was bought and paid for by Hillary Clinton. We never, ever hear that. But that is the truth that was found out. So everything that they put against this man was a lie. Everything that Fauci has said is a lie, except the very first thing when you don't need masks. 
because masks do no good. And yet it grieves me when I go out every day and they, I have to, I see these people with masks on. Wake up, America. Throw the masks down because they're, they're binding you up. They're taking away your freedom of speech. Don't cover your mouths. Open them up. Be kind, but be direct. For you see, liberty is always in the hands of the people. We have a very large obstacle in front of us because China has a chokehold on the political arena of this nation, the Democrats. We know literally some of them are sleeping with them. And yet he's still in charge of committees. He's still in Congress. He's a traitor. And he's protected by the Democrat Party. Kamala will meet great opposition when she goes to the border. But she had to beat Trump there, right? It's time that we put our three-corner hats on, get on our knees, and start bringing America home. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all of these other services, I was shocked. So since you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay, abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country. Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character, where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence. There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental. Where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. Based on LDS principles and a love of country, now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the Temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages. American Heritage School in American Fork. <laughs> 